Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Old.com. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Rick Schaefer, along with Trey Schapp. I'm Randy Rainwater. And Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. And fresh from vacation, right to work, in fact, here in Nashville, Tennessee, at the same time, welcome back, Mr. Trey Shep. I mean, Mr. Trey Biddy. <laughs> Hello, Trey. Randy. <laughs> there you are. I got you. I had assumed yeah, he was with you. Randy right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's my fault, Trey, because I saw you ask a question earlier today, and I thought, well, he's on the board with Randy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not right. I'm actually over at the Country Music Television uh, building right now. Twenty four seven Sports is actually located in Nashville, also. So, I'm doing some stuff over here with twenty four seven. So, kind of killing two birds with one stone, fresh off vacation. How was your vacation? It was good. We went out to Fort Collins and uh, did some whitewater rafting and some hiking and checked out a couple of the uh, local breweries there. New Belgium's there. Odell's there. Um, and ate a lot of food and got a lot of R&R. It was nice, nice trip. Weather was fantastic, obviously, with the lack of humidity there. Uh, it can be 90 degrees, and you're not going to sweat, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time, and like all vacations, I was ready to get back to work, get back out here. And, uh, you know, you know vacation's good when you're you – know, it's done the trick, I guess, when you're ready to get back to work. Well, you missed all the fireworks last year. Uh, it was a last year. Did I say last year? <laughs> last week. Oh, okay. About, yeah. mm-hmm. Let's, let's just go back. A, let's just go back a week. Not not uh, yeah. not a year. Uh, but lost one, so to speak. I think on Wednesday, Brian Huff he committed yeah. to Missouri, mm-hmm. but then Friday it was like bam, bam, back to back basic commitments for the University of Arkansas? There's not a lot of examples you can point to from a recruit that committed to Arkansas, decommitted and recommitted. In fact, uh, I can think of two others, uh, you know, since I've been doing this, Mitch Mustaine and, and Landon Rogers. And let's you know, hope that Brandon Russell, I think he will, uh, you know, pan out and have a better career and, uh, and stake at Arkansas. But, uh, yeah, that's you know he committed too early. I think you know just ninth grade and probably wasn't quite ready to make that decision. And that's uh, uh, a big time running back, six one, two hundred thirty pounds, number twenty two prospect in the country at that position, and four star recruit. And then just moments after that, uh, you had um, uh, Selman Bridges, who I mean, going into the Arkansas visit, we just kind of thought you know. Now Arkansas probably probably finished second, but maybe that's a good thing. And you know, it's not a great thing, but maybe it's an okay thing because there is the transfer portal. And you know, he finished second for a recruit, and you know, you never know what's going to happen. That's kind of what our line of thinking was. And then we're hearing from you know Texas people like, hey, this kid's this kid's 
sounds like he's going to Arkansas. And so, you know, we were watching that very closely. This guy's every bit of 6'3". I mean, his, his height's legit, 6'3", 170 pounds, uh, number 50 ranked prospect in the entire country. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because that was such a big day to get two four-star recruits. You know, it wasn't long ago. I think April 21st is when Arkansas got Courtney Crutchfield and Charleston Collins on the same day. What's interesting about those guys is neither of them were ranked in the top 100 at the time. Uh, Courtney Crutchfield moved up 340 spots like three weeks after committing to Arkansas. Wow, good. Yeah, that's one of the biggest jumps we've ever seen, uh, all the way up to number 61 prospect in the country. And Charleston Collins moved up a pretty good bit, too. Not quite that much, but moved up significantly all the way to number 77 ranked prospect in the country. Tell you what's interesting, guys. Arkansas, I, went, I was going back and looking at this stuff today. Arkansas has never had more than one since 24-7 sports is doing, has been ranking prospects back to 2010. So we're on cycle 15 right now. Arkansas has never had more than one top 100 player in a single class. Never had more than one. Wow. There are four. There are four in this class right now. Wow. Four top 100 prospects in a single class. Arkansas has never had more than nine four-star or higher-ranked recruits in a class. I believe that was 2015 class. They have nine right now. And that 2015 class was 23, 23 people. This class is 16 people right now. And That's they already amazing. have nine. Yeah, so really Tremendous. doing some historic stuff. Yeah. Right as a, boy, I'm telling you, Razorback fans ought to love this, don't you think? Oh, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, you see what's happening in recruiting and, you know, I think maybe some, you know, there's some great recruiters on this staff. I think some of the additions that they just made, especially defensively with yeah. Marcus Woodson, Travis Williams, Darren Wilson, those guys um, are stud recruiters. Deke Adams also, you know, having some longevity here with, at the defensive line coach. We've talked about, you know, the, the importance of that, um, you know, versus where Arkansas has been defensive line recruiting, some of the struggles they've had. But these guys, the secondary coaches and Travis Williams, I mean, they just came in and just hit the ground running right away. So it's been uh, it's been very impressive what they have done, and uh, you know there's still plenty of spots left. I think you know the when you combine you know so you know NIL and stuff is is a big part of, of things. You know NIL opportunities, and there's a lot of opportunities for that uh, in in Northwest Arkansas, um, you know Little Rock also, but uh, you know in the state there's a lot of good opportunities for that I think athletes see, and you know you combine that with the transfer portal we talked about. If you're an Arkansas fan, you should probably be embracing NIL and the transfer portal because, you know, this is a state that's fairly remote and there's not a huge talent. Um, you know, it's just a population deal. And, uh, you know, you're not real close to a major city like Dallas. It's, you know, that's, you know, the closest hot spot for you. It's five and a half hours away. Um, but transfer portal has, um, you heard me talk about how it's kind of saved the last few years because the 2020 class wasn't very good. 2021 wasn't much better. Um, so transfer portal, you know, NIL, recruiting, all that stuff is seems like it's been a good thing for Arkansas lately. I, I, I want to applaud you. For me, I should be applauding uh, 247 Sports. But uh, I have never had, I've never seen anything like this before. And this was the 247 Sports preseason all SEC coaching staff. Coaching staff, not yeah, players. I saw that. I've not, I've not clicked on that yet. Okay, Brandon Marcello is the is the author of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I will not even attempt to go through what he did in regards to how uh, he went about the criteria which he used to uh, make the determination of the selections. Um, He said that ends the day with the help of the Matrix Analytical Solutions Coach Ranking Index. And from that, I'll let those that want to read the story and uh, get the information. Uh, As I went through... Uh, said Georgia leads the conference with five overall selections, including three on the first team. Arkansas and Florida have the second most representations with three coaches on the teams. And 
Uh, I'll just roll down. I'll, I'll have to get to the second team because that's where uh, the Arkansas players, uh, Arkansas players, Arkansas coaches are listed. And uh, as I, I'm trying to scroll down quickly. Let me get to this second team. Okay. Uh, the uh, quarterback coach on the second team, Dan Enos. Uh, the running back coach, Jimmy Smith, Arkansas. Kenny Guyton is the receivers coach. That's the three representing Arkansas that's on the uh, second all-SEC coaches team. I never heard of that Kenny Guyton's, this is second or, or third season with Arkansas coming up? Third, I believe. Third, right. I believe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's coached different wide receivers each time. So he was there with Traylon Burks when he was at Arkansas, right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I Is think you're right. With, with Burks? Okay, so he coached Burks, Tyson Morris, Debian Warren, those guys uh, who were all KJ's options at wide receiver. And then last year, Hazelwood, Matt Landers, um, you know, and that that host of guys. It's just it's just interesting. And now it's a it's a whole new cast of wide receivers. Just like every single year, you know, Kenny Guyton's had a new group of wide receivers, and for that matter, KJ Jefferson has had a new cast of wide receivers. So that's um, pretty remarkable when you think about it. Just no nobody's been in the system for a long time. Aside from you know, Burks was there obviously for three years, but um, you know, these last two classes are all you know just transfers. Largely, and Drake, aside from a couple of guys. I believe I read in here, again, when he was breaking down uh, the criteria that was used, it said recruiting was not taking uh, into the formula. And he mm-hmm. said that's like another whole different thing altogether. Oh, yeah. If that was the case, if, if you had factor recruiting in, I would think it would have bumped up. Well, take Jimmy Smith. He probably yeah. could have been a first-teamer. I'm not sure we've seen enough of Dan Enos yet uh, to know, you know, again, how great of a recruiter he is. You may remember from Brett Bielema's days, but I don't, uh, Trey. But, well, he's got uh, two commitments so far. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Kenny Guyton. Guyton's always seeming like had success. Yeah, Guyton's done some really good work, no question about it, in recruiting. I mean... Well, he's got two top 100 recruits already committed for the 2024 class. So yeah, I got Isaiah Satania last year, and Sam Bakke was a four-star recruit. So, yeah, Kenny Gotten's done some good things and has helped uh, lure some really good transfers in also. Uh, so, yeah, we have metrics for that. I mean, we do, you know, recruiter of the year, and we rank assistant coaches based on, you know, who they recruited and stuff like that. So we already have, have those things installed. But, uh, yeah, it's a – it's a neat article. I'm sure it took a lot of work and research for, on on Brandon's behalf, which Brandon is here also. Uh, he's at, I don't know if y'all know he lives in Northwest Arkansas. Um, obviously went to the University of Arkansas, but he's a national college football writer for 24/7 Sports. He was he's actually on my flight over here. So um, yeah, Brandon does really good work. And there is a uh, I think you've talked about Steve Wilfong before. Yeah, Wilfong. Uh, He's got a article on here, top 247 prospect, Tylen Singleton, closing in on the college decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arkansas is battling, again, the typical heavyweights, LSU, TCU, A&M, Tennessee. And, um, but I think, as you've always said, Trey, it's going to be extremely difficult because this young man is from Louisiana, Manny. Yeah. Louisiana High School. I got to believe it's going to be tough to get him out of the state of Louisiana. Yeah, they haven't pulled one over on LSU yet. They they definitely they definitely messed with Texas and you know messed with a lot of other schools for some top prospects. But going into Louisiana and getting a guy that LSU wants is always proven very difficult for Arkansas. But again, you know we've seen a lot of first here lately. I mean. Hmm. Four top 100 recruits. Those guys weren't just lightly recruited. You know, they were all very heavily pursued by heavyweights. So, um, you know, two of them are out of the state of Arkansas, and two of them are out of the state of Texas. But, um, I mean, I don't know. You put a whole lot past Arkansas in this new era of recruiting. So That's true. You never know. But uh, it would be a first. It would be a first to go and take somebody that LSU wants. 
And I think the other from the, uh, from, the, from the state of Louisiana. And he is a four star, which Trey, you you had a article, Arkansas football recruiting on a historic pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, basically, Randy, just the same stuff I just talked about. But yeah, yeah I mean, never. Uh, Never had more than nine four-star recruits in a single recruiting class, according to 24-7 sports rankings. So, um, And they've got nine of the 16 are four-stars, so pretty impressive. And I, I'd keep an eye out on Jaden Ball. Also, I know some people that are very high on Jaden Ball, running back from it out of Georgia. Uh, he's, he's, got a, he's got potential to move up. He's pretty close right now, but he's got a potential to move up to four-star status. And maybe as an athlete, too. I mean, we've got him listed as a running back, but, I mean, that's a guy that can play a lot of different positions. You could play. He could play linebacker. Um, then there was another article. Uh, this one uh, explaining my preseason SEC poll yep. selections. Yeah. So we do. Uh, we're going to start doing. You know, uh, ranking SEC only teams um, every week. And so we did a preseason one. It's put together by Jordan Hill, who I just met up here, uh, UGA writer. He's kind of spearheading that. And I kind of go outside the box a little bit, Randy. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to pick Georgia. Yeah, everybody's going to pick Georgia or Alabama. I think Georgia actually got 16 first-place votes out of the 17 riders who participated. <laughs> I was the only one who didn't pick them. And, yeah, I, I, I kind of go back and forth, to be honest, between LSU and Tennessee. Uh, one day I think LSU, one day I think Tennessee, and a big part of that is quarterback. I think both, you know, everybody was laughing at Brian Kelly last year because of his accent, and, you know, trying to fake a Louisiana accent and his dance moves and stuff, and I was laughing right there with you, but I never <laughs> never laughed about his ability as a coach. And, I mean, what did he do last year? They won 10 games, could have easily won 11 Um the way the Florida State game ended up, but they won 10 games off the SEC championship game. Uh, I like teams with returning starting quarterbacks. That doesn't mean that Georgia or Alabama won't have quality players at quarterback, but I just, for some reason, I can't get out of my head when Georgia came to Fayetteville in 2020 and they couldn't move the ball because the guy that they thought was their starting quarterback wasn't. And until Stetson Bennett came in late in the second quarter, they couldn't move the ball, you know, and then Stetson Bennett just kind of became Stetson Bennett after that. Uh, so, plus you're asking, like, so Georgia's going to win the national championship again this year? Because it's 13 out of 17 years it's been an SEC team, like four years in a row, right? So, um, when's the last time a team won the um, national championship three years in a row? Over Never 80 really. years ago. Yeah. When? Over 80 years ago, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> it's been so long. That I wonder who voted on that one. Gee. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been quite a long time yeah. uh, since the teams won the national championship three years in a row. So if you're picking Georgia, you're saying that Georgia's going to do something that hasn't been done in most people's lifetime. Mm. Uh, so um, I don't know. That's I kind of just Alabama's. I'm sure that again they're going to find quality quarterbacks. They certainly recruited well. Uh, you know, we've seen a little bit of the, of the other guys, but uh, I look at Tennessee, and you know, I like Milton. Um, I think we saw enough of him last year to feel pretty good that he's going to, you know, kind of continue on uh, what hit, what Hooker started there. Uh, you know, if they improve a quarter as much as they did the year before on defense, then they ought to be pretty stout. Uh, they also get Georgia at home uh, the second to the last week. I think that'll be a huge game. And then, you know, LSU. And I, I went through and filled out every every result to every game. Every result to every single game. Just wow. Kind of, you know, bait, just guessing kind of how I think it could play out. Um, and, yeah, for me, I, 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 I like returning starters at quarterback. You know, even Jaden Daniels, everybody talks about what a great runner he is, but he still was a pretty effective passer. He threw for 2,900 yards last season. His completion percentage, I believe, was better than K.J. Jefferson's. So, you know, I think he probably improves a little bit. And, you know, their defense probably going to get a lot better. they got a, a guy that's a game changer and Harold Perkins. And Mason Smith's coming back after he had that knee injury in week one against Florida State. I think he was just celebrating. Um, but he's a big time. I mean, 6'5", 
300 plus. I mean, he's substantially big, dude. Um, and they've got, you know, and the questions for LSU is their secondary. Well, I don't know about you guys, but my experience with LSU in the secondary has been that they usually figure that out pretty good. They've yeah, had they do. a ton of great players in the secondary, so I think they'll probably get that figured out. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my picks. Uh, and I had Arkansas, I think, higher than most people do, too. I had them at fifth, and um, I think they finished tied with Kentucky at seventh in the overall poll. I just I think if Arkansas comes out of that stretch in the middle of the season that we've talked about so much with – you know, the four SEC games away from home, if they come out of that stretch one and three, I think there's an excellent chance that they can win those last five. I'm not saying they will, but I think they can. And, um, you know, open up with, with three wins against non-conference teams. Uh, I, I kind of feel like the floor for these guys is four and four. If they were to, you know, go five and oh at the end of the season, maybe, you know, maybe they're, they win five. If they go two and two in that middle stretch, which is asking a lot, I think, you know, maybe six and two. Maybe you say six and two would be a ceiling for them, an absolute top of the ceiling. Um, but I, I kind of feel like four and four might be the bottom. He is skinny, talking about uh, Jaden uh, Daniels. Yeah. I saw him today. I stood right next to him. He's yeah. He's all. He's not lying about his height either. <laughs> no, he's he's all a six three. Um, I wouldn't say super skinny, but he's yeah, he's. He's on the thinner side. He's kind of skinny. But anyway, that's all right. <laughs> all right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Glad to have you okay. back, my friend. Bye, guys. Glad yep, to have you be back. back. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Our coverage of the SEC Football Media Days will continue thanks to First Security Bank in just one moment. I'm talking about Elias, Elias. I'm talking about Elias Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 in Moralton, now serving homemade tortillas. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. The Sunken Land Songwriting Circle features three world-class songwriters sharing the stage for an evening of music and storytelling. Roseanne Cash will host the event and will be joined by Rodney Crowell, Sarah Jaros, and John Leventhal. This benefit concert will be held on August 12th at the Fowler Center in Jonesboro. All proceeds benefit the ongoing upkeep and operation of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. This ad paid for with a combination of state and regional association funds. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. 
Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, it's about dinner time. You ought to be getting hungry about now. Randy's hungry all the time, but I don't know the tacos for life will deliver to him in Nashville. He's going to have to find something else there. But you don't have to, because all over the state of Arkansas, you can find tacos for life. It's the great uh, place where you buy one meal, and then they provide a meal for someone who's food insecure. In fact, in slightly less than 10 years, they have now delivered over 30 million 200,000 meals to people that are in food insufficient. And you know how they've gotten to that number? By feeding their uh, customers absolutely wonderful meals, like the buffalo chicken taco, like the grilled chicken taco, like the, just the traditional beef taco, like the uh, Hawaiian shrimp taco. You eat them, and guess what? You love them, you finish a great meal, and you've helped somebody else. You need to check them out. You'll love them at Tacos for Life. And, and there <laughs> come back, come back. That makes a huge difference. I thought they'd put you in the trash can. Yeah, kind of, oh, wow, been, goodness. You're kind of hollow I've there. Been, I've been doing things uh, during the break to see if we can make certain things work, and I just had taken my headset and thrown the microphone up on top. So let's do this real quick. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. And I've got a couple of uh, quick questions. Uh, Tyler says from our Asher Record Service Company Live in Feedback, Brandon Allen also started for three straight years. Did he? Uh, I was Did, thinking two, but yeah, could be wrong. He, he I may have. Two. Yeah, may have. We'll have to go back and look. He may have started for three years. Savage, his last two. Savage said, ask Trey, so does Arkansas have great recruiters or a lot of money towards the <laughs> NIL when getting these better players this year? I'm going to guess they have great recruiters, and they do have an NIL uh, that that helps. Yes, but you still got to have good recruiters. If the if the prospect doesn't relate to the person recruiting them, or doesn't think that that person has their best interest in mind, there's plenty of NIL money. They can go anywhere and get some of that. So I think the relationships that recruiters build are still very very important. And then. From our bus text line, Drew says, uh, Guys, do you think Ryan Mallett will go to the Arkansas Hall of Fame in the next couple of years? Uh, I believe Trey and you both vote, don't you? That, that, well, for the Hall of Fame, I think he could go in there. I think he could go in the Razorback Sports Hall of Honor, and, and that, that would be nice. That class is already announced for this year. I think it would be great to go ahead and put him in next year. Usually you have to wait a little while, but I think they should put him in. I, I don't yeah. know about the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Somebody has to nominate you there. you got to right, nominate. Right. Yep. And, and you all see where Snoop Dogg wore his jersey? Wore Malice? No. Is that right? Yes. Uh-uh. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Uh, I saw it on Instagram last night. Uh, uh, I'm assuming he was performing here at Simmons Bank Arena. He, well, I don't no, know. No, it was at Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, he was at, oh, okay. the, at the end okay. up here. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about Tuck? Tuck's on Instagram, Randy. Oh, wow. I don't do Twitter, but I do Instagram. Wow, really? <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, that's and more Tuck, for younger Tuck, people. Tuck right? bringing Good. out the Snoop Dogg reference. How about that? And there was a picture of Mus with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yep. Was that just his wife? 
I think, no, that was both. I think Musselman right. gets pictured with a lot of everybody. Yeah. You know, he goes to a lot of Major League Baseball games and gets pictured with managers and players. I saw him with Manny Machado not long ago. Mm-hmm. He's been with Mike Trout. He's he's been with a bunch of them. You know, let's I, talk I, with. Go ahead, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, let's talk with Mr. E, who's been you holding. Mr. E, hey. good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How you guys doing today? Great. Hey, listen, now, coming ready on, and I missed something about the article you read, Randy, uh, about the uh, coach at Arkansas, Gaddon. Yeah, receiver yeah, coach and what a good recruiter he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you summarize what you said, and now hang up and listen, okay? And y'all have a good night, all right? Thank you, Mr. E. Uh, we were talking about uh, he, along with Coach Enos and Coach Smith, 247, through this matrix system they have, were able to identify the top, uh, they called them all SEC coaches. And three coaches from Arkansas uh, made the second team. And that uh, one of the things that it was said that did not factor into this overall rating was recruiting. And Trey was talking about the quality, the level of recruiting that Coach Guyton and then has done over the years, then combined that with the player development. Uh, every every year he's had a fresh set of receivers to work with. And what an outstanding job he's done in regards to developing the receiving core at Arkansas. But uh, I I think that's what we said. Uh, maybe, guys, do you remember anything else about Coach Guyton no, that I may no. have overlooked? I okay. think you hit the high point. That's what I was thinking anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can answer this one safely at this point. On the bus text line, are the Hogs looking at Derek Murdoch, a linebacker for Mills? I'm, I'm not sure. I can double-check that. I don't think at this moment they are. Uh, he is an excellent player, excellent high school player. Um, and we have not had an update. This from the 501. We have not had a Quincy McAdoo update as of late. But the last thing I remember Trey saying about it, Trey Biddy saying about it, was that it's iffy if he's even going to play this no, season. It's not even iffy, Randy. It's probably not. Uh, but he's healing, and they hope that he'll be ready to go in 2024. But it's it's a very probable not. Okay. And I, I think Trey said an, that. A, a think later Trey, update. No, that. I think Trey has said that, and I think that's where, where Sam Pittman was, was, hey, you got to get him healthy first. Doubtful that he'll play this year. Well, Coach Pittman will be here Wednesday. Yeah, you can ask him again and see if I'm there's guessing, an update. Yeah, get an update on Wednesday if, if at all possible. Now, he said 1130 tomorrow morning, right? He's on Coach, Wednesday. 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 Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, and I'll have and, to find And, and that. Saban's just before him. Yes. Aren't they going through, Trey, at the same time? Saban's at 9.05 in the main room. Saban's at 9.05 in the main room, and then Coach Pittman is at, uh, I believe... 10.30? Yeah. I'm getting the book out. So, okay, that would be Wednesday. Sam starts off SEC Creative, whatever that is, at 9.05. He uh, hits the main room at 10.30. 10.30 to 11. And then he gets to the electronic media next from 11 to 11.15. But we should have an opportunity to um, speak with the. He will be speaking with the local media. What time, Trey? Eight thirty. Eight thirty. Okay. Eight thirty. So there you have it. All right, we're going to try this. Hopefully, it works successfully. And that is, we had a chance to um, hear from Brian Kelly four yards and win games. You have to score points um, in any league, and in particular the SEC. So to me, it starts up front, and then guys that can make big plays on the perimeter. 
Um, tie that into um, experience at the quarterback position, um, and I think you now have the makings of, of what you need on offense. Defensively, to me, it's, it's, it's been, you know, right down the middle of your defense. Look, I think we all have gone to games. If you can't stop the run, you might as well go back to the concession stand because this is going to be a long day. So you start with being strong up the middle. Um, and that means, obviously, the defensive tackle play, uh, the middle linebacker play, the safety play. Right down the middle of your defense, um, you have to build it there first and then work outside. Um, to me, that's, that's always been the way I've put together and constructed. And then you need selflessness on your football team to be really good in special teams. You've got to have your best players be part of special teams. It can't be a unit of uh, second and thirds uh, wanting to overachieve and be great. You've got to have your best players being selfless and understand how important it is to be part of special teams. Those would be, in a nutshell, how I would construct and put together offense, defense, and special teams. Left side, front row. Coach, uh, three previous coaches at LSU have won national championships. Certainly no pressure, of course. But what is it about, about this institution uh, that provides uh, you know, kind of an infrastructure to do that? Unapologetic commitment to wanting to be excellent, both in the classroom and on the football field. I think a lot of universities sometimes want to apologize for wanting to be good at both. And, and I don't quite understand that sometimes. It takes resources, no doubt. Uh, but it, and it takes, um, I think, a vision uh, that, that says we want to do both. We want to be great in the classroom. We want to be great on the athletic fields. Um, LSU wants that. Um, that's the bar. I knew that. And that's why I wanted to be the head coach here. Left side, third row. In, a, in an early stage of a program. Well, I think we had a good plan coming in. And the plan really started with um, understanding where the, tire, the, the air was coming out of the tire. What were our problems? You, know, you have to sit back and assess where are our problems. And, and most of our problems were self-inflicted wounds. You know, we, we had to clean up the things internally. We had to be more accountable. Uh, we had to have better attention to detail on a day-to-day -day basis. We had to be more uh, committed to our academics. All those things carry over to what you do on the playing field. Um, you're, you're not going to forget your assignment. Um, you're, you're not going to miss out on the things that you're supposed to do in a timely fashion. So I, I think that that's the first thing. And, and, and then you've got to have your players um, clearly buy into that. And then hold them to that standard. A consistency of, the, of that approach um, is, is mandated. And if you don't... Um, I don't think you can get that kind of quick transition. Right side, third row. Tell me about that. Uh, that's a great question. I think in year two, you, you start to work more um, on the individual and the development of the individual. We were laying down a program, a strength and conditioning program that was something that they weren't used to. Um, and, and so I think as you get into year two, you become a little bit more focused on some of the workouts as they relate to position groups. Wide receivers, a little bit different than defensive linemen. Quarterbacks, obviously, different than defensive backs. So we've been a little bit more targeted there. Uh, and then we've been extremely careful with, with the weather. Uh, as you know, we like to train outside. We want to acclimate our players to the outside. Um, but we've been very careful with our runs. So one day a week we have our runs. We've moved those runs to an earlier time to, to make sure that we don't put our kids in a compromising situation. All right, we will continue with Coach Brian Kelly, head coach of the LSU Tigers, when we return. This is the SEC Football Media Days. Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Listen for live reports from Nashville. Hi, I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces. If you're like my family, you love grilling year-round. We're proud to be stocking Blaze, Napoleon, Smoking Brothers, and Green Mountain Grills. We also carry fire pits and Bromick patio heaters for all you cold season grillers. No matter what your family prefers, come let us show you our selection of gas and pellet grills and outdoor patio heaters at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces and grills. Sarah 
Madison Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Family problem? Call 800-522-4700. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. Townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Life is better with football. And with First Security, we have the resources and the know-how to tackle your needs, plus a local team you can count on. So you're making better plays because First Security is making better happen during this season and every season. What's your better? Get there with us. Stop by your local First Security Banking Center or visit us online at fsbank.com today. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Trey Shep. I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks again to our friends at First Security Bank. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. First Security Bank has been investing in her home state since 1932, growing deep roots and even deeper relationships. We're part of Arkansas, and it's part of us. First Security puts all that history and stability to good use for you and in helping the people in places we all love best. Arkansas's communities, Arkansas families, and Arkansas futures. Member FDIC equal housing lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. Once again, here is head football coach Brian Kelly of the LSU Tigers. Right, year two has definitely been a focused year for us as it relates to making some training adjustments to the particular position groups. Left side, as you've coached in your career. Well, I think I can tell you what's similar. What's similar is that the calendar has changed so dramatically that, that um, it's, it's making it uh, almost a year-round proposition. Uh, we, we hosted uh, official visits through the month of June. Um, that had never been the case. Um, I think we looked at we're doing close to 44 out of the 52 weeks or seven-day weeks now in terms of our, um, our schedule. I think uh, 10 years ago we were somewhere in the 36 range. So the the schedule in recruiting has changed so much that it's forced uh, 
you know, so much more of a commitment in your time. And no one's complaining here. Uh, I'm just giving an answer to the question about um, the month of June now is a balancing act between camps and, and recruiting. Um, what I think is unique about uh, Louisiana and LSU is uh, the players in state. First of all, there are great players in state. Uh, and, and we have to identify them all uh, and recruit them well. But if we do that, they'll, they'll come to LSU. Um, other schools I've been to, in Notre Dame in particular, I had to go to a particular state and pull the best player out of that state. That's a lot harder than being in Louisiana and being the flagship university. And if you recruit that young man the right way, like you're supposed to, um, he wants to be a Tiger. Front row on the ram in your trajectory going forward. Yeah, I was asked that question earlier. Um, look, Alabama and Georgia are the benchmark for what we're looking for. And, and what is that in particular? It's consistency and performance year in, year out. We did it one time. So we're not in that conversation at this point. So um, what we're hoping that it catapults us to is a more consistent football program that is competing for championships year in and year out. We don't want any dips in our programs at all. Um, and, and I think when, when you look at it from a tangible standpoint, what it did for us is it helps us in recruiting that we don't have to paint a narrative that, that's not true. In other words, we can say, look, we're going to compete with Alabama. Um, we're, we're going to be able to beat Alabama. It's not a fantasy. It's a reality. And so there is some tangible evidence there that you can use in recruiting. But the rest of it is really about it giving you momentum for consistency and performance. Uh, in the college football landscape? Well, we have great alignment. I think you have to start there. Our president, athletic director, Scott Woodward, um, you know, Kelly Zinn, our, our, our chief officer. Uh, I think those things are sometimes missed when, when you're talking about um, success of a program. We've got great alignment there. The thing that, that really, I think, sold me on this position was the resources for the student athletes. We provide our student athletes a championship environment as it come as it relates to um, nutrition, um, health care, um, the ability to receive an education uh, and be supported. All of those things matter uh, when you talk about a successful business or organization uh, and having the resources and then being collaborative uh, and cohesive. You know, people ask me all the time about championships at LSU. You know, um, Kim Mulkey's helping us recruit. Um, Jay's helping us recruit. Those guys are national championship coaches, and they're helping us recruit. So I think that that's important as well, that you have a, you know, a collaborative and cohesive uh, department. And Garrett Nussmeyer? Um, it depends on what you mean by two quarterback situation. We're not going to rotate them in and out of the game. Um, everybody has a different opinion as to what that means. We think they're both capable of being starters. Uh, Jaden is our starter. Um, and, and Garrett will be ready and we'll continue to prepare him. Um, he got first team reps in the spring. He'll continue to get those first team reps. Uh, we believe we can win a championship with both of them, but what you won't see is uh, one series, this quarterback, and another series, another quarterback. You saw that in the bowl game, which was a different environment than it would be in, say, uh, an in-season situation. Final two questions back with Texas, with Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, so I'm a newcomer to all this. Uh, somebody asked me about East-West, and one uh, look, uh, to me, it, the, the SEC is about the incredible depth of teams within this conference um, that are committed to playing championship football. And to add two other great programs in Oklahoma and Texas only makes it even better. Um, is it difficult? Yeah, but <laughs> that's the SEC. If you want easy, go find another league. To me, this is why I came to the SEC is to, to have this kind of competition week in and week out. If they let us play 12 SEC games, I'd play 12. Um, I mean, I really would, and I know that sounds crazy, but to me it's about playing those games 
every single week and, and getting the opportunity to see the kind of teams that we have in the FCC. So I know that's going to be like a, the front page story, Kelly wants 12. Uh, it's tongue in cheek. The point is, I, I love the fact that we can showcase our teams. And any way that we can do that, I think is amazing. Final question, right to be successful in this conference. Uh, I think it starts with uh, played the game at a high level, um, smart, um, uh, builds great relationships with his players, um, and, and I think he understands the balance of art and science when it comes to play calling. Play calling is not just about analytics. It's just not about tendencies. You got to have a. You got to have a. A gut feeling. You got to know when to make those calls. He played the position. He knows it. Um, he can balance those two things. I hope he has great success every game he plays against until we play him at LSU. Thank you. Emotions like for you? It means everything in the world for me. And that was Brian Kelly, that football coach of the LSU Tigers. And, uh, Made a pretty strong recruiting pitch there, didn't he? They kept asking him, and oh, he was telling all the great things about LSU. That, that really didn't talk much about his team. He talked more about how greasy it is to recruit there. Yeah, exactly. So he's uh, he's done the job. I mean, he has turned. Not that it was a bad program, but uh, he has definitely turned that program around, and uh, there's going to be something to reckon with. I think going forward, and um, and they do have one of the outstanding quarterbacks in the SEC, and Jalen Daniels. So, you know, I would uh, I, I would play for him. I like I like the guy. And I'm I'm guessing he's a really really hard nosed hard nosed coach. His players didn't talk that way, but one thing that right that stood out to me what he said. Um, he does not um, uh, when he lays out the game plan or he lays out the discipline then he's going to enforce it and uh, I think players respect that you know if you say something mean it and um, he seems to be a coach that's more than willing to uh, back up what he says one of the hardest things for these coaches these days is is to get their guys to understand you have to be punctual no matter what you do in life. Right. And you, it starts all right here. And it does. All right. We're going to step away. Coming up next, Pat Bradley. Thanks again to our friends at Whit Davis Lumber Plus and Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Power number three straight ahead. The FedEx Cup Playoffs start in Memphis at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Come out to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th and watch the PGA Tour's top players battle to make it through Memphis. Enjoy Memphis at its finest with specialty cocktails, local eats, a vibrant atmosphere, and much more. Two kids 15 and under admitted free with a ticketed